I had to had to recover from that. It took <laughs> that took a lot of effort for me. Not gonna lie to y'all. Um, what up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka Why his nipples so hard? <laughs> aka uh, the Komaki Tiger Dropper, aka Maiden Listen Tarnished, aka who keep putting this juice pack in my pocket, aka the undisputed, undefeated, uncontested social distancing champion, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights, episode 145. Um, Damn it. Had a thought in my head. I found it. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Switch of Sites podcast is a video game solo podcast where I talk about just that. Um, today's date is March 17th, 2022. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy uh, 316 day. Give, give me a hell yeah. Give me, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> that's why, that's why. Cause Stone Cold says so. Cause, cause, and that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. That's, um, that's my, clearly my impression. That's <laughs> clearly, it's clearly my impression of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I'm getting there in some way. <laughs> what up, Hex? How's it going, man? <laughs> At the bottom line, I guess today is apparently St. Patrick's Day. I thought it was always the 15th, but let me do some quick research. Yeah, it's the 17th. It's weird. Always associated with the 15th. Happy Pi Day. I think that happened earlier, uh, March 14th, which is, you know, Pi is 3.3.14433. I don't know. I'm not going to try. I, I made an attempt. A lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> this is a week of a lot of, uh, you know, coincidental, uh, miscellaneous, not re- recognizable enough semi holidays. Like, at least when you put it all in, into perspective. Pi Day, Austin three sixteen day, um, St. Patty's Day. It's a lot of uh, a lot of very miscellaneous holidays, but I digress. Um, outside of that, uh, interesting news uh, popped off this week. Uh, a couple little um, munchable tidbits that, uh, of course, of course going to get into so you know what you know what let's stop the dilly dallying get right into it uh first topic of discussion um monster hunter monster hunter digital event uh dropped earlier this week um had some interesting tidbits uh, for it that, uh, 
see. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff, at least mainly they pretty much just showed some of the new monsters that uh, are coming to this uh, massive expansion. That's at least specifically the terminology that they use, um, which is uh, June 30th, 2022. But uh, they showed some of the monsters, uh, Garen Gollum. I think they said it differently, but I'm gonna just say Garen Gollum. Basically like a, a monkey slash wyvern type hybrid with the, you know, ancient, um, I don't even know what you call it. Mythological Aztec like, uh, you know, structure. I think his feature was that when he, I guess I'm assuming when he gets angry enough, he like, uh, can use fire as well as grass or something like that properties. Uh, which that's, I don't think I've, I don't recall ever seeing a unique hybrid of that where it's both, both, uh, fire and grass. Um, even though, I mean, well, I guess it depends on your armor and stuff, but I've never seen grass specifically as a, I don't know, affliction type in, uh, at least specifically in the monster hunter series. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, Garen Gollum. I guess he's kind of he seems like a um uh what do you call it? A subspecies of uh who uh who was the one Dorambaros from uh the previous Monster Hunter series. It seems like it it seems like definitely some deviation from that monster. Um but you know, of course, make it make it <laughs> make it spiffy enough to be its own thing, but Looks like he'll be fun to fun to fight against. Uh, I think Luna Garn we saw in the premiere premiere of the uh, uh, initial announcement of this of this uh, DLC back in how long ago was it? It was one of the Nintendo Directs, I think, late last year. So Luna Garon, like a uh, the wolf wolf um is it wyvern if they're bipedal i, I always forget but anyway uh luna garen looking 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 ferocious with the ice and the armor he uh they showed like uh the i guess he can i think in the same vein where if he gets angry enough he'll like put on this whole shield of like ice coated armor which again looks pretty dope you getting some of the uh the i guess presumably more difficult variants of some of the previous monsters that were in the game, like Bishatin, uh, blood orange Bishatin. So, um, you have that. What else? Astalos making a triumphant return from, I think he premiered. I want to say he premiered in monster hunter. I don't think it was ultimate. I think it might've been like, Freedom Unite, maybe. I'll look that up now. I'm curious. Ostalos. Ostalos. I don't recall him in like third or a try, but um, let's see. 
when did he premiere? Oh, Generation. So I guess it was Generations he premiered. I thought it was earlier before that, but it was Generations. Cool monster. I think a definitely a pretty solid pick to add to the uh, repertoire of uh, new monsters coming to the series. Also announced a new amiibo um, with uh, Malzino. Uh, I guess that's, I believe that's supposedly the trademark, you know, flagship monster for this DLC uh, massive expansion. And of course the uh, Palamute and uh, Palico Amiibo as well. Um, But yeah, outside of that, I don't think they necessarily showed we didn't get any new gameplay reveals necessarily, but they did. I think they did confirm in the trailer that uh, <clears throat> confirmed in the trailer that. Uh, what was it that uh, new Hunter Arts or I forgot, I think it's called Wirebug abilities or whatever are going to be in this uh, added with this new um, expansion. So I assume just, uh, you know, when you go to the menu after the game premiere, you can change your uh, options and kind of go from there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And again, at the same time, we don't, they haven't, uh, you know, I think they held the cards to their chest at the moment. Uh, I don't think we got too many details specifically regarding, uh, like, uh, you know, of course I'm pretty certain there's definitely going to be more monsters than this. Of course. Uh, if, if, uh, Iceborne is any indication in terms of the kind of scale of how much, uh, content we're going to get in this game, I guess I'm, I'm more curious about what the new additions to the game with this, uh, expansion are going to be, uh, at least again, referencing, uh, Iceborne in terms of, um, like, uh, what is it? The wire trap wire claw. Um, seeing if we are going to get something like that where it'll, you know, just enough to kind of mix everything up. Uh, but at the same time, not (laughs) fully detract for people, I guess that don't, uh, or haven't invested in this, uh, DOC as of yet. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of, uh, I'm kind of still torn personally in terms of whether to actually commit to, you know, start <laughs> starting all over again from PC just in time to get to this DLC when it drops or stay on the switch and, uh, um, you know, just play it that version instead. But, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards PC now, the more I'm seeing this. So, uh, at least they did. I know they recently added, um, an update for like, uh, weapons, new weapons and armor that helps getting through the earlier parts of the game much faster. So I don't know. I'm at some point I'm <laughs> clearly going to have to make a decision. So, um, first world problems for sure. I mean, if they just let you transfer your character progress to PC, that just would have made life way more convenient, but I digress overall looking pretty promising. Um, you know, they showed a little bit of the new locale, 
um, some new additions in terms, you know, the miscellaneous like multiplayer, like uh, <laughs> just lolly footing with, with <laughs> that ain't even a term, but you know what I mean? Just uh, miscellaneous stuff you can interact with, you know, the other players with and uh, the new locale and some of the new characters they showed and stuff like that. So the some of the environments environments they did show uh seemed pretty cool as well um but you know can't really get a full effect of it until obviously until after the DLC fully releases but i mean <laughs> one way or another definitely going to be uh definitely going indulge that's for sure um june 30th uh for all platforms uh, at least universally so it isn't any like you know they de- definitely didn't indicate like any signs of a staggered release. Like I know some of the previous uh, DLC was for like world when it uh, dropped on PC sh- uh, while after the console versions dropped. And there was this weird like uh, just separation between the two platforms um, with that where, you know, PC got like the, the expansions and additions and patches like later then the console versions, it was, it was a mess. So at least now it seems to be more, more, uh, uniform, which is definitely a, a, a good step in the right direction. Hopefully now with the next monster Hunter game that will come out, um, I, I'd seem, it seems to be like monster hunter world two. I would assume that hopefully from the get go, they will, uh, Hell, they might even like just drop it um, simultaneously on PC and also have cross play as well as cross progression. That would be the dream personally. But uh, I guess only time will tell. That's <laughs> over overthinking considering we we still have yet to, to see this DLC come out. So uh, here's the hoping, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they, they presented it to us. I mean, I think it's. It's going to be good. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, when you when you think about it, it's really hard to mess up the Monster Hunter formula. It really, the game, the game isn't really make or break on its story. It's very a minimal part of a Monster Hunter. As long as it's an interesting Monster Hunter, uh, monsters to fight, uh, interesting locales, interesting dynamics with the new monsters. Um, I, <laughs> that's pretty much the, I guess, loop and formula for monster. So I don't know why I'm thinking that it's, I don't know, as long as they can do that, which it seems like they've been doing a good job of doing so far. <clears throat> I don't see them, um, you know, having any, any issues otherwise. So I guess we'll find out more summer 2022. I guess it's going to be around E3 too. So I guess maybe, uh, I think E3 is normally around the 1st of June. So probably give us a fully uh, much, a lot more details and aspects uh, to this DLC. And then, you know, right before it uh, drops June 30th. So I'm looking forward to it. Hey, I'm ready to hunt some monsters yet again. (laughs) I'm going to keep hunting. I'm going to keep hunting. Well, I don't know. It depends, but. I digress. Uh, next topic. <clears throat> uh, Elden Ring 
man, uh, the game that is fantastic. It's just great. Um, and to, to <laughs> I guess it is, it is pretty surprising actually considering how niche of a game it is in the grand scheme of things. But, uh, earlier this week, Elden Ring, um, from software specifically announced that Elden Ring has sold 12 million units, uh, worldwide, uh, 1 million in Japan. Um, I'm assuming that's pretty significant considering the Japanese market, I would guess. Um, but I think 12 million, that is pretty crazy. I think, I believe that's like, that's like even competing with like call of duty, which is kind of crazy to think like, of course, one of the big, big, uh, consistent gaming franchise Titans when it comes to sales. So, um, that's, that's pretty, pretty damn crazy considering how niche of a game this is, you know, for, you know, the crazy difficulty, which, you know, definitely off puts a lot of people who otherwise may, may have some interest in it. Um, is that is that is pretty surreal man 12 million like let me look at the sales call of duty specifically because i think the game before that uh what was the game before that technically that they made was it Dark Souls three. Oh no. Um, damn it. Ninjas, Ninja, Dark Souls, Ninjas, Dark Souls, Ninjas, Sekiro, Sekiro. Um, here's see how that. Cause they're going global. Not mobile, not war zone. Like, I know, what was it? What is it called? Um, Vanguard. I think that's technically the weakest sales of a Call of Duty game it has, but I think it's still a good indicator. Let's see. How about... Modern Warfare 2, I don't care about that. Uh, they're just given very loose numbers that it's not indicative of what I want to know. Just give me the details. Ravenel, I guess they won't let me, let me know. Oh, well. I tried. Uh, of course, they <laughs> try to hold these sales to their chest if it's not as uh, good as previous ones. But uh, I think it's a pretty crazy amount either way. Um, within the first two weeks specifically, mind you, that's like pretty huge within that, that particular time frame. But I mean, personally, I could definitely vouch it's well worth it for sure. Um, but it's, I guess for me personally, just the nicheness of it is, I think, uh, just what, uh, really, I guess astounds me is that, uh, you know, considering how, how much of a niche type game it is, is still crazy, but Hey, they deserve it. Love it. 
we'll talk about it later but uh had to had to had to show some support you know that is that's that's a great achievement though <laughs> it, it this definitely doesn't feel like a niche game anymore now ironically saying that so you love to see it either way next topic of discussion Uh, for honor, um, I think a couple weeks ago, I want to say we talked about it, I believe. So they announced, uh, of course, their new season coming up and within the new season, they also did announce that there is, there was going to be cross play, which I think was a very highly requested, I think pretty much for any game that doesn't have it. I think they, a lot of people do want it, but at least this of all games, definitely it for sure. Uh, I think it needs it in order to continue to thrive considering this game has been going on for like five years. I think now I think it dropped in 2017. So yeah, damn near pretty much five years. So, um, which that, I think that deserves credit of itself, just how much standing power this game has. Um, I guess you will put this kind of in a niche category, multiplayer melee fighting game, type thing but i mean it's fun i've thoroughly had a good time with it i've not come back to it for a while but this definitely might make me come jump back in for sure i'm curious though if cross play means cross progression uh because if that's the case personally i'm looking to see if uh as somebody who's played it primarily on ps4 uh curious to see if i'll be able to um, carry my progress over to PC and play that way, you know, getting the smooth, um, higher frame rates and stuff like that. Uh, but I think that might be down further down the line, I want to say, but that's probably when I'll jump back in. Um, considering it's been a while for me specifically, but we'll see. We'll see. But man, finally. It's, it's still crazy to me that now that we're fully embracing crossplay now that now the competing companies are playing nice and a fair amount of games are like crossplay supported now. Literally, I play on Xbox and I could play you on PS4 and vice versa still. It's a dream come true. Still thankful that uh, we do have that that nowadays in the gaming community. So love to see it and for this game for honor of all games it's definitely going to benefit very much from it i i'm for sure feel that so here's the hope and actually let me look at that roadmap for honor roadmap is the flight I don't think they necessarily mentioned just miscellaneous changes in balancing nothing towards yeah I believe cross progression is probably going to be later down the line but I mean that's still hey that's a huge step regardless so yeah, when up crossplay comes into picture, 
that's definitely when I'll probably more than likely hop back in, get my feet wet and get my ass beat up, learn my lesson and get stronger, you know, the fur on her way. So moving on. Uh, Street Fighter five out of nowhere, uh, just announced a, uh, definitive update, um, for its game. Uh, it has a pretty notable amount of stuff to it. Um, I guess the more weird stuff, uh, they talked about a, uh, cell shading feature or filter, my bad cell shading feature filter, uh, pixel filter, which both of these filters can weirdly only be played or used in offline modes. I guess I'm curious what the reasoning is behind that. I guess maybe they would think that it's somewhat of a, a competitive advantage advantage depending on the character. Um, cell shading filter does not look that, I guess, different from the, I guess, base filter. So at least, going by the video, it did not seem that notable or, uh, I don't know, worthwhile. And then there was the pixel filter, which just personally, it looked very bad. <laughs> it looks kind of like, what's the word? Kind of, uh, um, I guess more in the way of you playing the game than anything. It felt like it just seemed like it was very distracting from the game, which I guess in that specific instance, I'll see why you would only want it offline and, you know, somebody making a lobby with, with a pixel filter to get an advantage or make some character that maybe benefits off the filter versus, you know, whatever other character, um, that wouldn't or something like that. But, uh, new track shoot colors for those, uh, <laughs> those dope ass jumpsuits for every character. Um, what else? Uh, cap jam remixes, uh, for, you know, uh, some of your, some of, uh, I think all of the characters, uh, to some capacity, I don't think they've fully confirmed that, but, uh, that's at least what I would assume. And then probably the most, I guess I would say notable thing of the update is, uh, balance changes. Uh, so you definitely, it seemed like they showed a lot of uh, characters having new combos and of course like new attributes in terms of based off that being able to do all these variations of combos they otherwise wouldn't do. At least I haven't seen, um, going by that trailer, um, where you seem to be doing some crazy stuff Ryu, like, what do you do? He was doing like, uh, like multiple donkey kicks into a, like a sure you and then into a, um, a Denjin Hadoken. It was like, Oh, all right. I mean, of course, my guy, uh, Alex, he was doing some stuff like I, I ain't never seen that before. So I'm interested uh, as somebody who's uh, I don't even think I, I uh, got the update mess with any of the new characters. But this definitely seems to be the last hurrah before uh, uh, the ship set sail uh, for uh, Street Fighter Six Express. Um which, uh, definitely going to be pretty interesting to see how, um, Evo will turn out with these new, new updates and balance 
balance attributes for, you know, these different characters to see how things play out and <laughs> see what probably is going to be the last, last we see of street fighter five, at least at Evo, I would, I would assume and move on to uh, street fighter six. So here's to, uh, I don't even know. Street fighter five has had a very interesting, like just roller coaster of a life. It seems like so far, all things considered, you know, considering the rockiness with, uh, uh, Ono, uh, leaving the company and then, you know, getting new direction and management and them, you know, at least doing a pretty good job. It, it seems like, you know, um, including some interesting characters, I guess, depending on who you ask, uh, I don't even know, like, what is the reception behind Luke? I think Luke, it seems kind of mixed. I don't know. At least that's the impression I've gotten, but yeah. So, I mean, it was an interesting ride as somebody who's like pretty casual when it came to street fighter, I, you know, I had my bouts where I wanted to be or attempted keyword, keyword attempted to uh, be hardcore about certain aspects and, you know, practicing and stuff like that. But Hey, it was a good run. Um, good to see that at least it seems like street fighter five is, ending on a pretty, pretty reasonably high note, you know, um, all things considered throughout its like history, uh, so far. So, and with that being said, um, we'll be moving on to next topic. Uh, Yet another announcement <laughs> out of nowhere. Uh, Supermassive Games, uh, for those that don't know, these are the developers that uh, made Until Dawn, probably one of the best, uh, what well, I guess, is it safe to say Telltale-like game? I think that's safe. Telltale-like game. Um, they also, of course, made the Dark Pictures Anthology, which is um, Man of Madon, uh, House of Ashes, uh, Little Hope, and I think the next, the new one that's coming out later this year is The Devil, something, the man and the devil, the devil and the man. Let me look, let me fact check real quick. The Devil Inside Me, I think. I think it's The Devil Inside Me. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all have devils inside of us? Hmm. Yeah. House of Ashes, Little Hope, Man of Medan, and what was, what was the other one? Pretty sure it was the devil inside me. Uh, the devil in me, the devil in me. I was close. Um, well, that's crazy. I guess they're apparently doing a, a whole new set of uh, a, a season two of the anthology, which is news to me. I guess that's technically rumor, rumored at this point. But anyway, uh, these are the, the that's the developer that is uh, announced this new game, uh, presumably in the same vein, at least going by the trailer, which is called 
um, the quarry, which is, uh, you know, very much a, a cookie cutter type, uh, you know, premise where summer camp, at least going by their description, summer camp is over. Your choices will shape the fates of nine teenage counselors as they struggle to survive the night. Welcome to Hackett's quarry. You won't believe what you'll become. Um, I guess it does have a pretty renowned cast of course, the biggest, at least stand out for me is uh, David Arquette, of course, from the uh, scream movies back in the day. Um, you got <laughs> the one dude from uh, <laughs> De- Detective Pikachu, the uh, black guy. <laughs> That's so ignorant. The black guy from Detective Pikachu. Um, <laughs> just the ignorance of that is killing me um, on my part, of course. Uh, who's the one girl? I think I saw the one girl. Uh, I forgot her name. I know she came from like from Disney or something. I, I can't recall her name. I guess was she the girl that might be in <sighs> Insidious? What is her? Is it Ariel Winner? No, I don't recognize. recognize maybe it's no these are the more notable people Lance Henriksen I recall him from aliens yeah so there definitely seems to be some uh, pretty pretty beefy uh, cast from you know previous previous uh, movies uh, you know, of course, with the within the horror genre uh, as well as outside. So uh, I guess what's interesting is that this is published by 2K. I think previously. I think previously they I thought they were like exclusive to PlayStation, but I guess this is clearly indicative of them branching out to some extent because it is coming out on uh, PS4, PS5, PC and Xbox. So. I think, yeah, uh, until dawn is only, I think it came out on PC later, but I know for sure it's exclusive to PlayStation, at least console wise. No, I guess it only came out on PlayStation. So it was exclusive, but met the dark pictures anthology that came out on, um, PS4, PS5, Xbox and PC. So, well, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) literally until dawn summer edition, that's definitely pretty much what it seems like, which I'm all for (laughs) It's weird. Like I'm not a huge fan of like, I don't go out of my way to watch horror movies, but like, (laughs) give me like a horror video game. I'm totally down for it. That's the weirdest thing to me personally when I think about it, but, uh, I'm totally down for this especially if uh, until dawn's any indication, you know, just a fun, innocent, well, I guess depending on the context, fun, innocent romp, um, you know, uh, determining the fate of these characters, finding out uh, what, well, if you picked up this uh, pickle uh, in the house before uh, you could have saved, you could have saved her by throwing a pickle at the, at the, at the enemy because he, he don't know what the pick, <laughs> he don't know what the pickle is. So, he going he just gonna kill himself because he can't comprehend that pickle you just gave. <laughs> oh man, uh, 
I would I would lose it. I would freaking lose it if that was actually like well oh, damn it, look like somebody somebody spoiled our uh hidden plot point to save somebody from death. Oh, thanks. You we actually <laughs> Thanks. You actually did have to find a pickle to thwart, <laughs> thwart off uh, this unseen enemy that was going to kill them otherwise. <laughs> that, that is pretty accurate, though. Hey, if you found that uh, you find this um, broken shard and pick it up, if you uh, if you miss it, you're going to kill Cindy. She's going to die. And, you know, it's like, well. What about Mary though? <laughs> what about Mary? <sighs> I digress. Uh, just, just, the, just, just that whole thing. I'm just a fan of, um, man, uh, I would assume probably like the, um, what's the cool, uh, gameplay mechanic. I forgot they call it. I think they call it movie night mode where, you know, uh, at least as far as the dark pictures and I think the uh, until dawn games are concerned that like you could, you know, dedicate each person to a character and like pass the control around and like each each person is, you know, uh, determines the fate of whatever character when their moment is up, which I always thought is pretty fun, you know, within a, a you know, community setting when you're playing, you know, amongst friends and stuff. So very very uh looking forward to to this when it comes out june 10th that's pretty quick damn man they were they were working at this and for for a good minute i don't know i feel like turning these games around isn't that difficult since it is more qte heavy uh with you know a little bit of exploration in between but i mean hey I, I, I say that, but I, I eat it up regardless. So what does that say? Clearly, clearly it says something with that being said, I think that concludes the, uh, game and news for this week. Um, let's get into what I've been playing which uh, probably is no surprise. Damn it. Probably is no surprise. Well, technically it might be. It might be. What am I saying? Uh, at least first thing I actually did play that <laughs> that isn't um, Elden Ring is um, a little bit of a GTA Online slash GTA GTA five. Uh, I did mess with the, um, what's it called? It was, uh, the PS plus free version of, well, it literally is GTA online, but it's free if you're a PS plus member for like, I think until June or something like that. So I guess PSA, um, if you do have PS plus and, um, are a fan of GTA. I think those are kind of, uh, I don't know. I guess it, I, I can't even say that, but I would assume that's pretty synonymous, but anyway, um, yeah. So GTA online officially dropped for next gen consoles. Uh, man, what, let's see. This is like 
the fourth iteration of GTA 5 to be released. Let's see, it was premiered on 360 PS3, uh, got ported. Did it come out on PC before coming? I think it, hmm. Yeah, I think it came out on PC after, and then it came, it got ported to uh, PS4, Xbox One. Now it's coming to uh, <laughs> uh, PS, PS5 series consoles as well. So yeah, what has it been like? <laughs> Damn near, let's see, came out in 2013 damn near almost 10 year old game still reselling it's crazy but um yeah so came out yet again uh you know they say improved graphics uh the ray tracing mode um ray tracing modes excuse me uh 60 fps um performance mode um, those are at least the biggest additions. I mean, outside of that's really nothing much notably different. Um, it seems to be like everything's all over the place when it comes to like, I don't know, reception in terms of like, if, is this better than PC? It seems to be kind of somewhat, if anything on in the same line, depending, I guess, on the setting for PC. Uh, depending on, you know, very minor miscellaneous settings, at least to my understanding of it. Um, at least from what I played, it seemed like, yeah, it seemed pretty close to the PC for the most part. But outside of that, I don't know. <laughs> it's GTA five. It's literally the same game yet again. Nothing really different or notable um, outside of that. And <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm speaking this as I'm part of the problem buying it yet again. Well, only because the, the barrier to entry was way easier, obviously, because GT online is free and that's kind of, uh, my main interest in, you know, messing with it, but they definitely got, got me too, because, uh, you get GTA online for free, you know, before June, whatever, I want to say June six, whatever. And then, um, what else? Oh yeah. GTA five is separate specifically for PlayStation. And if you want to play that, you have to buy, pay $10 to actually add that to G your, your GTA online thing, I guess. So they did something different now where they actually did separate the two, which I guess that's probably one of the biggest additions to this version where like you can literally just start GTA online from the get go without having to be, you know, confined within this, preliminary, um, you know, tutorial type thing where you have to play for like what feels like an hour, 45 minutes to an hour before you can actually like, I don't want to play this. I want to branch and go back to online. Um, which was, uh, you know, I definitely, I think a well, a well-deserved addition for like what a <laughs> damn near almost 10 year old game, but about time, I guess. So, um, it wasn't really that different. I guess it just started. They showed, uh, you know, trailer of all the stuff you can do in GTA online that 
if you've already, you know, played it, you've like, okay, this is just showing stuff that I could do already, I guess, in a cool way. And that was pretty much it. But then again, I uh, transferred my character, which you uh, can do this generation. So let's say if you transfer your character previously from a uh, 360 PS3 to PS4, Xbox one, you can do it yet again, uh, coming from Xbox one, PS4 to PS5 or series X. And, uh, like they mentioned, I think, I believe they mentioned in, you know, some of the Twitter and other information that you can transfer your character from, um, uh, but yeah, you can essentially do it, uh, again, but <laughs> I think what is different, no, well, I guess I'm comparing it to PC because for, yeah, for PC, it was slightly different because it, when you transfer your character from a uh, console to PC, you, it would be a separate instance and you could still mess with your character from the console version. And they're just two separate like entities, I guess. But now it seems like when you transfer your character from, um, three, six or Xbox one or PS4 to PS5 or series X, the character you had previously is gone. So you have to start a new character. If you, for whatever weird reason, I guess, wanted to play, um, on the, um, what do you call it? Wanted to play, wanted to play <laughs> weirdly enough on the, uh, Xbox one or PS4 version of your character you transferred over from. So yeah, I guess it's very, it, I guess what is off putting is that the previous generation, you could still have separate instances and it'd still be fine. But just now this generation, for some reason you can't, which, uh, I guess is kind of uh, unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, I guess my biggest gripe, I think I briefly mentioned it. I, I, what I ideally wanted personally is someone who devoted a lot of their time after the console versions to PC would have wanted my character to be transferred from PC back to console and, you know, still be separate instances where, you know, if I, my 120 character, I transfer back to console to the PS five, but I could still play with my 120 character on PC and still play, you know, my other character on PS five and there are separate entities or whatever, but you know, have basically the same kind of basis or whatever. So unfortunately they, they, they did say and confirmed flat out. You can't do that. So basically had to use my character from 2016. Well, at least that's the last they told me I used it. So I transfer that from, uh, Xbox to PS five since, you know, at least that's, clearly the better choice considering like, you know, the evident, um, mass bigger in theory fan base or, you know, player base, um, you know, as well as the, the free entry mostly with GTA online. So now I am fully committed to PS five. Well, <laughs> PS five and PC still. So that's at least what I'm rolling with, but <laughs> it's funny. I literally just did that. I just did that transfer, transfer my character, just wanted to check everything, make sure everything was transferred over, visit some places, see how it feels. And then I was pretty much, that was done. That was it. And then, um, you can also transfer your, um, story 
your story progress, which I think for some reason it didn't transfer everything fully over. I think because there was some additional <laughs> additional additions to the PS4, uh, PS4, Xbox One version in terms of miscellaneous like strangers, uh, strangers and missions and stuff like that, that, uh, I had a 100% save, uh, from 360, but, uh, I think because of the additions, it's the requirements have, uh, increased for that. But nonetheless, I did, uh, upload my character progress, story progress to the cloud and then have to go to the PS5 to download it, which that resulted in me having to re-download P- uh, GTA five on the console versions in order to do that. So man, <laughs> it's just funny when I think about it and I say it out loud, it's like, man, that shit is complicated as hell. Um, but I mean, it's like, I get it, but it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, I think we're in the world we're in. I feel like it's kind of the norm now, but I know like speaking to, <laughs> saying this to somebody who has no idea or concept of video games. I think that's just like, what, what are you saying right now? That is <laughs> just that, just that epiphany right now is killing me. But, um, yeah, all in all, I mean, it's GTA, I guess that's, it works. I mean, it's 60 FPS. Um, you know, that's, you know, you get the uh, cool dual sense features. That's pretty cool. Like, you know, when you, at least I noticed the most when I was driving, you can, um, you know, you'll feel the uh, resistance and the triggers and stuff like, you know, kind of realistically like you would to some extent driving an actual car. Um, some very interesting stuff I didn't expect where you can actually use the uh, gyroscope in the controller. Uh, specifically you can like tap it, uh, like literally shake the controller in like a reload motion to actually get your character reload. Um, I think you can steer your plane and I believe your boat and stuff like that, which I thought was pretty cool. did not expect that at all. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's GTA five. That's GTA online and GTA five. That's it's pretty much it. I'm very curious though. I want to definitely see the digital foundry video that like, you know, does the nitty gritty comparisons between, you know, PC, Xbox one, PS five, all other consoles that all that nerdy stuff just to, you know, see, (laughs) see how, how different, how everything stacks up against each other. So, um, that's going to be fun, but yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's GTA five is not much other than me. I think some miscellaneous, uh, very minor clothes. And like, I think some cars are available to you for upgrading. Um, I think there's that, there was that promotion for like, if you log in or download, uh, a money pack every month for play for PlayStation store, you could technically get like a 12 millions worth. If you like literally remembered every month to, download the, uh, money packs or whatever. So there's that, (laughs) but yeah, pretty much more of the same. Really? I guess I'm curious if, uh, you can actually play with, um, within your family. I don't think there's crossplay. I believe there isn't crossplay, but curious if PS4 people can play with PS5 and vice versa. I would assume so. I would assume so. 
Actually, let me look that up real quick. Just to stroke my curiosity. PS4 players. GTA Online. Uh, let's see. Okay, what are the... Oh, you can't. PS4 players can't play with PS5 players and Xbox One players can't play with Xbox Series players. Oh, that's crazy. I thought that uh, wasn't the case. Well, it seems like they're going to... Uh, I don't know. I think they will still try to keep them going. Maybe at a later date. Maybe they might try to bring them together, if I would guess, but... So I guess you can't, PS4 players can't play with PS5 players and, huh, I think they're going to change that at some point. Maybe like some update that'll probably towards the end of its life, probably like literally maybe close to before six comes out that you can, or maybe they might save it for six. I could see that too, actually. I could see it going multiple ways, but yeah. So (laughs) GTA five slash online. In a nutshell, <laughs> the same. <laughs> uh, I mean, 60 FPS, that is a pretty substantial update considering how demanding GTA is, even for PC standards. Like I can't, I don't think anybody's able to get it, get it to go above. I guess maybe if you lower the settings down really low to even get the frame rates past 60, it feels like and maybe it's the engine or whatever that it always seems to be 60. It's no, generally I've not seen anything go past it, even like with the strongest, you know, computer hardware out there. So even by today's standards, considering this came out like damn near, I think the 2014, I think around 2014, I believe, but maybe later that year, I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, I guess later, later that year. Didn't it get pushed though? Okay, so it did come out 2015 April, but the next gen versions, PS4 and Xbox One came out 2014. Okay, that makes more sense. So, but yeah, GTA Online. (laughs) That's, I don't know why I was expecting to be, <laughs> I don't know why I was expecting to be, to be surprised, but, um, yeah, I wasn't, I was like, played it for like a cool 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. And that was it. So, uh, my keyboard is acting up of course, cause of course it is made, uh, so many pages in my documents, my notes and try to correct it while we live. Can I do it? Okay. Of course, moving on. Um, of course, got into that, got to that Elden Ring. Been putting some serious, serious time in the Elden Ring because it is great. I'm loving it every, 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 more and more each time I'm playing it. Um, it is a uh, man. 
it, it feels like I feel like I discovered everything, but then I like, uh, the other day, uh, I was doing some more research on it and like finding out like there's like 30, 50 more areas I did not discover after what this is being like damn near 70 hours in at, to date. Um, it's, it's crazy to me. I feel like this is going to be like Skyrim persona five levels of, uh, hours, maybe close. I'm, I'm guessing I'm probably like 130 hours. I might be done or might, <laughs> I might actually, you know, explore everywhere possible within the game, at least that I'm aware of outside of maybe some other hidden requirements and stuff, or maybe things I'm locked out of because of story or quest line choices and things like that. So, but man, <coughs> I'm uh what I think I'm level 80. I'm almost going, almost hitting a uh, level 90, I think, but, uh, been enjoying it, been upgrading my weapons. <sighs> actually standing a chance again against bosses now, which is always love the progression in, um, in, uh, souls games where, you know, getting your ass whooped early on. And then the more you're finding stuff and souls and items and other things that help you out, you're, uh, just much more stronger, more have more defensive options that aren't as just, I don't know, hurting as much <laughs> in the early game. And, um, I think that's a uh, uh, part of the game. I think that generally does commonly go unrecognized is like, and I, I, I it came to my head, you know, playing this, uh, playing this game. Uh, but I guess you can kind of attribute it to it being more open world now, since you do have more flexibility to do more uh, side stuff, which in turn makes you powerful in of itself. But at the same time, you're getting a benefit of, you know, discovering a new, um, cave or labyrinth or tomb and, you know, upgrade in that way. But at the same time, getting, you know, miscellaneous items that even help you out and, you know, per, um, amplify your play style and things like that too. So, um, <laughs> and it's funny, some of the stuff I've seen that I've not even messed with can literally break the game, uh, and put it on easy mode, unintentional, easy mode for the most part that, uh, I haven't even discovered, but I think, um, a new patch just recently came out <coughs> earlier this week that, um, also like <laughs> nerfed, I think some of the most game breaking stuff I've seen, like, uh, it was this one, I think magic move that shot this, like what felt like an infinite beam of just death <laughs> that was shredding enemies. Uh, left to right, did I? I think they like, yeah, you know what? We might need to patch that. That's that's a little too strong. So, R.I.P. to those folks. I, I guess the the magic, magic, uh, arc. I think arc and I forgot what the magic builds are. I believe it's arc, maybe dexterity, intelligence, and mind or something like that. I think mind is intelligence or something like that, but. RIP those. I think they, they aren't hurting too bad. I think there is probably some other pretty still reasonably powerful magic moves and, uh, abilities that they could still use too. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it is crazy to think, but I think I really, I really want to play this again after I beat it, which I've never, I don't think I've really said 
you know, this deep into a game. But uh, I definitely, for sure, if anything, I'll definitely play the first couple hours just to see what New Game Plus is like and kind of expectations and being able to improve my stats to the max. I think I do want to pursue um, and see how that plays. I don't think I've ever really played, I guess outside of Bloodborne, replayed a Souls game multiple times because uh, technically it gets it gets more difficult with each subsequent playthrough, uh, New Game Plus subsequent playthrough, um, you know, afterwards. So I'm very curious, at least for a traditional, I guess, Souls game, I guess, compared to Bloodborne, how that's going to be in I don't know. I just want to, I just want to explore everything in this game, man. I don't know. It's, it's got that effect on me, but, um, really thoroughly enjoying Elden Ring. Um, uh, it's, it's man, even having not beaten it yet. I, it's, it's going to be tough. I, I, I have a hard time personally seeing what, what game could be, beat it for this game of the year other than like the top of my head um god of war ragnarok if that if that comes out this year um i can't think of any other ones probably something out of the woodwork that maybe would seriously compete with it i guess that at least isn't on my radar personally but i don't know man (laughs) it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough to beat this game it really is Personally, yeah, it's it's definitely in my running for sure. So, ah, uh, Elden Ring, man, it is <laughs> it's funny. It's like I think this is one of the most games, uh, one of the most notable games, the recent memory that actually felt like it lived up to the hype. I think a lot of other games I can't think of that at least missed it by a bit or a smidge or like totally missed it and totally disappointed. But I don't know. I think it, it's actually surpassing at least personally my hype for it. So, um, oh, it's good. It's so good. Love a uh, shout out to the, the patch notes as well. I think, um, one of the updates I didn't notice until they dropped it was that they added NPC, uh, icons to the map, which, considering the damn scale of this game is like pretty crazy when you like think about it, like trying to remember all these locations, even though they give you the tools, the manually mark on the map, like, okay, there was a person here of, uh, you know, a note in terms of a particular quest line. But at least now I think the requirements are still, you have to meet the person or see the, uh, find the person in the wild. But after you find and talk to them, they will then show up on your map as an icon when you're looking to see if you want to, you know, who's that one dude that sells the, uh, the sacrificial twigs or whatever that you can actually <clears throat> reference, reference it on a map. So that's, that is one of the most best notable, uh, least, uh, updates. I definitely noticed first and foremost. Uh, and I was like, it, I wonder, I thought because, uh, I was playing the game and literally like what for the 60 hours I played it, you had to find the maps for each location, which I actually did it do for a good amount of the map, uh, the world map. And then I actually went around taxi, um, 
finding these specifically following the maps. And then like, you know, the day after I've noticed these, you know, icons showing the names of the people to interact with where there, I was like, is that maybe because I <laughs> maybe unlocked all the maps or something like that. But then, uh, of course, after a fact, I was like, Oh, it was a, it was a patch update that, uh, happened. So man, definitely one of the best additions, uh, with this patch update for sure. I'd say, um, I'm totally digging it, thoroughly digging it even. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's no news at this point. <laughs> Elden Ring is great. It's fantastic. If you're into it, keyword, I know it's, uh, but I, it's funny. Uh, it is, it is an interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like I said a little bit before, it's just like, I never really thought about it until, you know, being in it. But yeah, it's like literally if you play it enough, struggle enough, you do get it to a point where you're just pretty much OP and, you know, able to, uh, actually take out a lot of bosses reasonably well with lesser tries, at least the stronger you get, which I think this game, given that it is open world, definitely caters a lot to that compared to other games where it isn't as easy, um, to do that, which I think is in retrospect, I think does add to the game being a little bit more, um, more, uh, accessible in that, that respect. If you, I guess if you work hard enough at it, which I think depending on who you act is kind of still counterintuitive to, you know, it being accessible, but I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it is a lot of ways that you can actually get by with this game without having to be, I guess, quote unquote good. But I mean, there is still that barrier of still that barrier of, uh, <laughs> I guess for lack of a better term, being good. Um, I mean, just, just noticing patterns and stuff like that and actually getting through, through those things, I think is, it's uh it feels definitely more easier than other games just based off of like you know you get your ass kicked by this boss and you getting that into feeling like uh I'm not good enough to fight this boss yet I can come back later and then actually being able to come back and actually having an easier time and then actually beating them and you know getting whatever you got from them I think is a uh, is a interesting new type of uh fulfillment I'm getting from the this this game compared to the earlier souls games, where it was like a much more higher hill and curve to learn. And then after learning it, getting that immense sense of dopamine and like, yes, uh, I, I overcome, overcame something that was very difficult and, um, succeeded, you know? So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I am. Uh, this is definitely, definitely goaty, goaty feeling for sure. It's definitely, oh, it feels so premium. It feels, it feels so premium. Um, yeah. Elden Ring is great. It's really good. I thoroughly enjoying it very much. So, um, well, I think that's enough gushing. <laughs> what for? I don't know how many, how many times, uh, how many times I can gush about Elden Ring at this point, but Hey, we, we gushed it up. And with that being said, that concludes all the games I'll be playing this week. Um, let's get what I've been watching, which 
has been uh, Shenmue. I think the last episode premiered the last, I think what I watched was the last episode of this season. I need to double check that. So there were six episodes, at least specifically for this season. Um, Yeah, so this episode six dignified this last weekend. And then there's two more episodes. Okay, so presumably this weekend and the weekend after that. So uh, I guess there's two more episodes left for this season, um, which, yeah, at least as a, a fan of the games, which um, I think if you're not even a fan of the games, I think you'll still get a kick out of out of this show. But as a fan of the games, um, I think it definitely enriches enjoyment of this show a bit more too. Um, thoroughly enjoying it though. Uh, this recent episode, it seems to be this last episode seems to literally be like in uh Shenmue two now in terms of as far as the games, like storyline uh, is concerned. Um, and then I guess presumably seven and eight is probably going to be yet further more into two's storyline. And then I'm not sure what uh, I'm curious what they can do now. Cause I think potentially they could have, they might've just literally put, uh, one and, uh, the games plot of one and two into one season and maybe, you know, go with season three or the, the third game as the second season. I could see them potentially doing that and like literally fulfilling the plot of two, um, within, uh, these last three episodes, maybe, or possibly maybe doing a little bit of majority of, uh, the plot of two, um, and then still digging into it in the the next season or something like that. So, um, but I'm digging it. You, you see in the, <laughs> I forgot her, the character, the girl in the, with the bike, she made an appearance. If you know the game, you know what I'm talking about? The girl, <laughs> the girl with the red hair, the orange hair and the bike move over. You, uh, you idiot. I think she said something like that. You know, them Shimmo characters, they just be, <laughs> they just be, they be tripping. Um, but yeah. So, you know, I'm digging it, man. I really am. I hope it, I hope it gets a second season. I'm curious what the reception is towards it. Uh, considering, this is a simultaneous uh, type deal that is uh, premiering on uh, Adult Swim as well as Crunchyroll. So I'm curious. I think this is definitely the first type of hybrid show format that they're doing. I think it sets itself up at least to still be, um, I guess, continued, I guess, considering ratings. And uh, I don't know. This is a weird hybrid like what is the bigger determinant factor, the ratings for adult swim or the, I don't know, viewership on Crunchyroll, which I think is still a weird type of thing in of itself. Like I guess presumably that Crunchyroll and adult swim are putting money into this project or have, um, 
very interesting to see how this plays out. I hope it gets a second season though. Uh, but I guess we won't hear any confirmation yet until, uh, presumably the end. I don't know. Um, uh, also, <clears throat> watched, uh, attack on Titan. Of course, of course I was watching the other episodes. I didn't, <laughs> I felt like I didn't want to talk about it. The previous, uh, episodes of the show, because like I didn't really, it wasn't anything I notable. It felt, I guess, kind of fillery to me personally, but at least this episode, some stuff popped off some conflict with old friends and, uh, that whole kind of turmoil, uh, not to, not to, not to spoil anything, but, uh, definitely got pretty heated, uh, <laughs> in more ways than one. That's for sure. Um, I guess that, I guess you can interpret that as a pun, but I didn't mean it to be a pun, but you know what? I'll let it, it could be interpreted as one. Oh, I'll say that. Um, I mean, it's a tag on Titan. I'm loving it though. It's, it's, is is you, you feel conflicted and very confused considering the, the, where things are going right now, but I am, uh, I'm still interested. I'm still invested. I'll say that much. So, um, yeah. And then of course the show walking dead, um, man, this, this episode hit home. It really did. It really did. Uh, so this episode spoilers for the walking dead. If you care, um, this, this episode takes place with Eugene at, um, of course, what is it called? Not hilltop, but damn it. Commonwealth, Commonwealth, pretty sure Commonwealth. And, you know, he's with the girl that he was on the radio the whole time with that. Everything seems to be good. Sunshine and rainbows. And then out of nowhere, after uh, <clears throat> what <laughs> uh, they admit that they uh, love each other. Eugene loves. Uh, I forgot her name. The girl and the girl loves Eugene. And then, of course, you know, just that perfect time. And uh, pretty much after that happened, she goes missing. Uh, what happened? And then pretty much the, <clears throat> the main plot of this episode was that, um, of a kind of like a murder mystery type thing where he's trying to find out the clues of what happened to her. And then eventually, you know, he finds out that, um, finds out that, uh, she isn't who he thought she was, um, that she was like literally somebody else and just, you know, posing, as this person to appease him and to get him to come to the community and, you know, basically get him to get all of his friends, you know, at, um, Hilltop and Alexandria to come with within the Commonwealth eventually or whatever. And, uh, just the deception, just the deception. You lied to us. You lied to us. Wait a minute. This was, I think this was the, was this the last episode? I feel like I'm repeating myself. Maybe it, uh, I think it was, no, it wasn't. I'm, t I'm totally re re uh, re repeating the last episode that I talked about before. Damn it. What was this episode? Now I'm confused. Fuck. 
damn it. It was something. Oh, no, no. Yeah. So basically this was, uh, with the Commonwealth coming to, yeah, totally. Wow. I just had a moment. This was basically the, uh, Commonwealth coming to Hilltop in Alexandria to convince, uh, their, uh, communities to join with the Commonwealth and basically the whole turmoil of them, uh, you know, uh, Maggie's being like, no, I don't think I want to join you guys. And then some of her crew actually joining them as well. And, um, you know, uh, then that kind of turmoil and then what's his name? The car salesman dude, (laughs) I forgot his name, but he's like kind of the, I don't even know what you call him, but he's a pretty integral part in the Commonwealth who's trying to get people to join that, uh, he's actually been doing some dirty stuff and they've, they aren't, aren't as peachy as they, well, they kind of indicated that in the last episode, but they aren't as peachy as they're, they've been presented to be how they're, uh, you know, uh, doing drug deals and, and, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) pushing drugs and stuff like that. And, um, this kind of reveals a little bit more of that and like, you know, uh, them being weary of trusting the Commonwealth people and, you know, being shown why, <coughs> why they shouldn't. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens now considering that. And it seems like at least what they hint at the next episodes are like, there's probably some traitor or somebody who's, you know, plotting, to I don't know, convince the Hilltop and Alexandria, Alexandria to join the Commonwealth. And, you know, kind of deal with those antics in some way, shape or form, I'd assume or something like that. So, um, interesting stuff. I have to say, at least as a fan who's <laughs> been with the walking dead through the good and bad, <laughs> um, this season is definitely at least interesting so far compared to a lot of other ones that weren't as high. I can at least say that. So, um, yeah, pretty much outside of that. It's pretty much been it. So with that being said, um, I think that will conclude episode 145 of switches sites. Um, if you did like and enjoy the podcast, feel free to like rate and subscribe on your various podcasting platforms. Um, what else? What else? Uh, you can catch this podcast be recorded live on Twitch TV slash a switch where I generally record on uh, Thursday evenings. Um, you can also catch archives of this podcast on uh, youtube.com slash a switch as well. Yeah. Until then, um, happy. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, stranger of paradise. I think that comes out as well as uh, what was the other one? Uh, I guess Tokyo um, Ghostwire Tokyo comes out next week. But until next time, uh, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. (laughs) Aw, yeah. Nobody's safe.